Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Let me open the word of the Lord with you for just a few moments tonight. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. I know this is a somewhat lengthy reading, but uh, I'll read fast and uh, you, you follow along on the screen real fast. Matthew 4 1, starting, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. When he had fasted 40 days and nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in thy hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Verse 8, Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall, fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. God bless you for standing in honor of the word of the Lord. You may be seated tonight. I'm preaching a message with the Lord's help with a three-word title. And the three-word title is this, Just Say When. Just say when. Imagine with me. You may have to close your eyes, but maybe not. In small town America that I live in and you live in, uh, you may have seen this happen in your local cafes. An elderly woman, she got up early. She's tired already from a morning full of running errands and getting little things done that she needed to do around town. And she stops by the local diner to get her a cup of coffee and maybe a donut or a sweet roll before she continues her chores for the day. The little waitress who's already been there since five in the morning, by now it's nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock, and she's already put in a half a day's work. She's already weary 
from her job from the morning traffic. But dutifully, she shuffles over to the table where the lady is sitting. She's carrying a steaming pot of coffee and a cup in her hand. She's so tired, she's working on autopilot already. And she sits the empty cup down and begins to fill it. The piping hot coffee begins to fill that expectant waiting cup and the rich aroma of coffee beans waft through the air. Absently almost as if she's talking to herself. The waitress says, just say when. Just say when. The coffee quickly reaches the brim of the cup. And it starts to overflow, fills the saucer, splashes onto the table. The elderly lady, she's oblivious because she's tired too. Only half attentive, she realized that she has let it go too long. She let it go too long before she stopped the waitress. She smiles and says what should have been said just a few seconds sooner. When? When? The waitress had asked the woman to say when. She had left the control of how much coffee was to be poured in the hands of the lady, the customer. The elderly customer's tired. She wasn't paying attention, and she expected the waitress to notice that the cup was filled. Too often, we are vulnerable to what is poured into us by people because we are relying on them to see when our cup is full. You want to know the hard truth? The hard truth is this. Most people will keep dumping and dumping into you if you don't sometime or other get enough nerve, get enough grit to speak up and say when. Speak up and say when. I wonder how many different temptations the devil would have tried on Jesus if Jesus had not after the third one said, get the hints. You know, the first two he said, it is written. It is written. But before he gave him that third, it is written. 
He said, get thee hence, Satan. For it is written. After the third one, Jesus said, when? I said, after the third one, Jesus said, when? If your cup tonight is full of the worries of this world, if your cup tonight is full of those wearisome days of trials and temptations, if your cup tonight is full from the cares of this life that Satan keeps piling on you, maybe it's time to say when. Maybe it's time to say when. Back years ago when I lived in the state of Indiana, I drove a school bus and I had a bunch of rich kids on my school bus. I think I'd rather drive poor kids any day. Rich kids are a bunch of snobs. I hope nobody's rich in here tonight. I'm just teasing. But I drove a bunch of snobs back and forth to to Marion General High School. Marion General High School. That's a hospital. Marion High School. There you go. I'll get it right in a minute. I've driven about six hours today. But on our bus that I drove, there was a there was a real slight built little girl. She was a teenage girl in high school, but she wasn't about this tall. And if she weighed 100 pounds, it would surprise me. She must not have weighed over 80 pounds, 85, 90 pounds. And the little girl, I'd pick her up every day, and she'd just come get on the bus, sit down in her seat. She never bothered anybody. Never said a word to nobody, never picked on anybody, never had to correct her, never had to write her up, never had to do anything. She's just so sweet. There was this big old boy, big old six foot two. He weighed 200 and probably none of your business. And he was a smart aleck. He was a smart aleck. Uh, His daddy was a preacher. But the kid was a smart aleck. I know where he got that from pray, playing with the Saints kids, you know. <laughs> Am I home tonight? Am I home? Okay. But every day, Brother Size, boy, this big old blonde-headed boy, he would just try this little girl's nerves. I mean, he just—I mean, he just picked and said said bad things and just poked around, just just everything he could do, aggravating her, aggravating her, aggravating. It went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. One day on the way out to the school bus, he pushed her too far. And when they come up on the bus, the big boy came first because the little girl had her finger on his chest and she was pushing him up the steps backwards. She pushed him all the way to the back of the bus and she was letting him have it, man. She was ripping him to shreds. And it was all I could do. It was all I could do as a bus driver to, to keep my seat. 
because I wanted to stand up and cheer. Go, 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 go. But I didn't think that'd be the right kind of example. But that little gal, she put the fear of God in that big old boy. And for the rest of the year, he never bothered her. He never, he never picked on her. He, but and I know it's not right to do this. And I should have called her hand at it. But that little old cat, she was, she was cussing him for everything she was worth. She was calling him every name she was big enough to call him. But he got the message. She finally said, when? I said, she finally said, when? 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. Sometimes you just gotta say when. You gotta say when. James chapter one, verse 13 and 14. Let no man say when he is tempted, he is tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. When her cup was being filled in the garden of Eden. I said when her cup was being filled in the garden of Eden, with the tempting allurements of a tree that had been potential, had the potential to give her knowledge of good and evil. Eve didn't know when to say when. She evidently was so mesmerized by the enchanting nature of the serpent that she failed to see that he was overflowing her cup of innocence before God with sinfulness that would cast the entire world into the blackness of sin. You gotta know when to say when. David had an awful lot on his plate. He had a lot coming at him. Bible commentator Matthew Henry remarks concerning David's near backsliding. He says some very interesting things about Psalm 73, verses 1 through 14, where David had said, But as for me, my feet were almost gone. In other words, the tempter had almost tripped up my heels. He said, my steps had well nigh slipped. Matthew, Matthew Henry said of that passage, I had liked to have quitted my religion. That was Matthew Henry's verse, words. I had like, or I had almost he said quitted or quit 
my religion and I had almost given up all my expectations of benefit by that religion. He said, for I was envious at the foolish. In other words, the faith even of strong believers may sometimes be sorely shaken and ready to fail them. Matthew Henry said it like this, there are storms that will try the firmest anchors. There are storms that will try the firmest anchors. Those that shall never be quite undone are sometimes very near it. And in their own apprehension, they are as good as gone. He goes on to say, many a precious soul that shall live forever had once a very narrow turn for its life. Almost and well nigh ruined, but a step between it and fatal apostasy. And yet, it was snatched as a brand out of the burning which will forever magnify the riches of divine grace in the nations of those that are saved. Sometimes you gotta be willing and ready to say when. When David, when David gets to verse 17 of 73 in Psalms, he has evidently had enough. I said, David has evidently had enough because he said, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I therein. T-H-E-I-R, somebody else's end. In other words, I may fall, devil, but it's not gonna be today. I may quit, Satan, but it's not gonna be this evening. I'm gonna tell you when. It's time for you to leave me alone. We used to sing an old chorus that said, look out, Satan, look out. Look out, Satan, look out. I come to you in the name of the Lord. Look out, Satan, look out. I know this is simple preaching here tonight, but somebody in this room, right this very moment, you may be pushed up against the wall. Your back must be up maybe against the wall, and it may be time for you to look the devil in the eye and said, not today, not today, not today. I want to tell you, it's over. When David knew, David knew when to say when. When you get ready to say when, you'll find your way back to the church. Hallelujah. I said, when you really get ready to say when to the devil, you'll find yourself in an altar. You'll find yourself in a prayer room. You'll find yourself throwing a fist in the air saying, that's right, preacher, preach to me. Come on now, come on now. So I ask you tonight, is it time for you to tell the devil when? Has it been on your trail? Has it been on your track? 
for so long that you're tired of it? You got to get tired of it. I said, you got to get tired of it. Paul told the Corinthians, Paul told the Corinthians that God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. It's time for you to say when. I said, it's time for you to say when. The cup is about to spill over. I said, your cup is about to spill over. The tablecloth is about to get ruined. Your life is about to get messy. I said, your life is about to get messed up. You gotta stand up and say when. Oh, glory. You can't afford to you can't afford to play with him. You can't afford to play his games. You can't afford to coddle him. You cannot afford to say, well, I think I understand what you're saying. No, you don't give the devil that. Don't give the devil that. Don't give the enemy of your soul that. Stand up to him and say, when? Because if you don't, your life is gonna be messed up. Stand on your feet as a child of God and say, when? Oh, there's an old story in the, in the Old Testament. 2 Samuel chapter 23. There's been a lot of preaching from 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 11 and verse 12. The Philistines came after Shammah's pea patch, his little patch. Verse 11 and 12 says, And after him was Shammah the son of Aja the Herarite. And the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where it was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood. Who stood? Shammah. Shammah. Ever how you pronounce his word. He stood in the midst of the ground. And I love these two words and defended it. Defended it. I want to tell you something. If you've ever had an experience with God of any kind, it is worth defending. If God has ever brought you out of anything, it's worth defending. If you've repented of your sins and been baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, been filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, talking in tongues, what you got that night, what you got that morning was worth defending. Don't you stand there and let the devil say else was. Don't let him say anything but, come on now, you gotta say when. He stood in the midst of that ground and he defended it. Not only did he defend it, he slew the Philistines. What did Jesus do in the wilderness? He got rid of the devil in the wilderness. After he said, get thee hence, it is written that third time, what happened? Then the devil leaveth him. How many, of you like to, how many of you like angels all around you? Oh, isn't that a good feeling? That's a great feeling, isn't it? To know that the angel of God, well, I, I just got to tell you something here that it just hit me the other day. You know, the scripture didn't say the angels of God encamp around about them. The fear him. 
It said the angel, singular. The angel of God encampeth around about them that fear him. I wonder how many millions of believers, water baptized, Holy Ghost filled people there are in this world tonight. Not just in the United States, but around the world. Millions and millions of them. And more coming in every day. But you know what? There's one angel, sister. This ought to make you want to shout a little bit. There's one angel that's got enough power. He's got enough wingspan. He's got enough strength. He's got enough ability. That one angel. One angel encamps around about those that fear him. You like angels? Everybody loves to have a good angel on their, on their shoulder. Everybody loves to know that there's an angel looking out for them. Before Jesus could get the angels to come and minister to him, before he could get them there, he had to tell the devil when. He had to let the devil know that's enough. Now that's enough. That's enough. Not taking it anymore. Get thee hence. Get thee hence. Get thee hence. Get thee hence. Here I stand, devil. Here I stand, Satan. Oshama said, this is my property. You're not going to be eating any peas. You're not going to be eating any peas out of my pea patch. Not today. What am I doing? I'm saying when. I'm just saying when. That's, that's as far as you're going to go and no further. Devil, I'm full of your tricks. Full of your lies. Full of your temptations. My cup is, we've had enough. My cup has had enough of your stuff. Well, glory, you ought to write that down in your Bible somewhere. Devil, I've had enough of your stuff. And tomorrow when he slaps around on you, just open the Bible flap. Say, I got something to show you. I got something to show you right here in the fly leaf of my Bible. Devil, I've had enough of your stuff. I've had enough of your stuff. Can you say when? Shall we stand? It's time to say when before the cup runs over. I said before the cup runs over. Before it gets too big for you. Before it gets too much for you. Well, a lot of folks, a lot of folks believe if you let the devil alone, he'll let you alone. Oh, excuse my, excuse my crude illustration, but what you been smoking? Huh? Forgive me, Pastor. I know that's, I shouldn't be saying that in the, in the house of God. What are we thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Oh, if I don't bother him, he won't bother me. You just kicked the door open for him. I said, you just opened the door for him. I don't know who I'm preaching to tonight. I don't know if I'm preaching to new converts. I look around this building and I just see a, a, a myriad of people in different walks of life, different situations, different things that you're facing. But I'm going to tell you, at the root of every problem, at the root of every problem, there is a devil. At the, well, glory. At the root of every temptation, there is an enemy. You know how I know that? Because God cannot.
not tempt any man. It is not from God. It is from your enemy. And unless you, unless you square your shoulders, plant your feet, and set your jaw, and let him know with steely eyes, I'm telling you, it's over. It's over. It's over. I'm telling you when, devil. I'm telling you when. I'm not taking it anymore. I come to you in the name of the Lord. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Step out of your seat now. Step out of your seat. Walk down the front of this building. Walk down into this altar area. Every one of you, saved and unsaved, friend and family, whoever you are, walk down here and let's, let's tell the devil, hey, it's over. It's over. I'm not going to take it anymore. It's over. It's over. When? Just say when. Just say when. Just say when. That sickness he's been trying to put on you. Just say when. That trial he's been trying to drag you through. Just say when. That troublesome, that troublesome moment that he keeps bringing up to you. Say when. That family member that just keeps causing you problems. Just say when. Just say when. Say when. Just say when. Look out, Satan. Look out. I come to you in the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. We've got the power in the name of Jesus. We've got the power in the name of the Lord. Though Satan rages... What is it? We will not be defeated. We've got the power in the name of the Lord. I challenge you tonight. I challenge you tonight to say when. Just say when. Just say when. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's F-A-C-M-C. Thank you and have a blessed day.